everyone, and welcome to Get More Clients. I'm your host, Lynn Whitbeck. Business owners and entrepreneurs hire me to ignite winning sales because most are chasing down leads, lack client retention, conversion, and profit. The mission of this show is to educate, inspire, and motivate women around the world to build a robust sales strategy to get more clients because most can't get more clients and haven't a clue why. You will learn to transform thinking to the client's perspective, eliminate the lengthy, chaotic sales cycle to ignite your sales and unleash lasting profits. You will also have the opportunity to connect with me further to see how I can support you beyond today. So the other day, my family ordered a Sunday night pizza from our favorite pizza place. Of course, we knew the deliveries from this location could be slow, even an hour late. We don't often order from this pizza place uh, because of that, but now they have all these different ways to tell you that your delivery is on the way. Emails, text, text with links to Grubhub, delivery update webpage, and you know the list goes on. So however, none of these things saved our pizza from a cold fate. As we waited and waited, and waited long past the first hour our delivery should have arrived, we grew demoralized. The text updates had never moved past, your pizza is on the way. Growing hungrier, I felt that I had been ghosted by a local pizza restaurant. And out of desperation or a hunger-induced delirium, I at last opened our front door to look at the street outside, wishing to see the pizza delivery car drive up and save me from a canned souped dinner. This is how I discovered our pizza had been delivered, just without a doorbell ring or even an audible knock. Yes, our Sunday night pizza had been abandoned on our front stoop in the 40-degree weather, left alone to face the elements of our Pacific Northwest porch. And though the pizza was cold, we were starving and honestly just relieved to consume something that had crust and cheese. However, it transpired that that pizza was quietly delivered, possibly by a ninja, we were left feeling ghosted. We had gotten our pizza in the end, but it was the journey that had to be endured. And today we're gonna discuss how ghosting shows up in your sales. Last week, I shared why your fortune really is in the sales follow-up. And today we will reveal how to be a ghostbuster, capture and convert prospects to clients. Many sales professionals, business owners and entrepreneurs have to deal with client ghosting on a regular basis. You know, heck, we deal with ghosting with our peers, with our family. They don't respond. We don't hear from them. This situation is frustrating. And more importantly, it directly impacts the bottom line. Ghosting influences sales morale, impedes the sales cycle, and is often a hidden profit killer. What if you could stop chasing down prospects speed up your sales rhythm, and harvest those hidden profits. By implementing proven, quick, and easy processes, you can bust the ghosts and get prospects re-engaged. 
By the end of today's show, you will know the common reasons for ghosting and why it's not you. How to effectively avoid ghosting. Proven techniques to convert ghosts to hooked prospects. You will learn vital information on how to prevent and nearly eliminate ghosting that will directly boost your bottom line. All right, let's dive into number one, the common reasons for ghosting. Now, is it just me or has anyone else been ghosted? So for those of you who are watching me live, you can throw it in to our the chat. Just let me know. I'd love to hear about that. And the question I have, though, is who's ghosting who? What does it mean to be ghosted in sales? It means the client does not respond to your calls, emails, or messages, your smoke signals, your packages, however you're trying to reach them. Now, there is a more important definition. The salesperson does not follow up in a timely manner with relevant information. Ghosting results from the lack of a consistent value-driven follow-up process. And that's why we talked about follow-up last week. So go back and re-listen to that episode. Other factors include not having a compelling buying need, business pain, or opportunity to justify a sale. When a prospect goes dark, it can be traced to one of seven reasons. So let's go through these seven. Number one, overwhelmingly, number one, busy, busy, busy. This is the primary reason for ghosting. Everyone gets caught up in the day-to-day and they miss out on numerous opportunities. I want you to think of the time you missed out on one golden opportunity. You know that opportunity. Number two, nail it. You may not have nailed the pain point, urgency, or value to push you to the top of the queue. You failed to create the vision of the solution to sell the dream. Number three, solve it. You have not answered why it matters to them. I can't harp on this enough. You haven't solved their problems so they can. What's that big goal, the big dream, that initiative that they are trying to accomplish? And I always talk about this, but you don't need an iPhone to make a phone call. Heck, there's still landlines out there. But you use it for all the other different things. The chain reaction of solving the problem is the key to converting the sale. Number four. Explore it. You're pushing too hard and have failed to honor the exploration phase. No one wants to be sold to. They want a partner for a solution. All right. Approaching with worthy intent and authentic selling has a higher rate of success. Number five, they don't know how to say no. You must create that safety net. Get to the yes or no by giving them the opportunity to be upfront and honest. And remember, the no is often a no for right now, right? So many people need extra time before they're ready to move forward with a purchase, whether it's a month, three months, 
six months, or a year. All right. Number six, you simply haven't earned the right for new or repeat business because you get ghosted when it's an existing client or it was a past client. Now, I want you to think about this, especially in the case of those previous clients or an existing client. Reputation, credibility, and authority in your industry is vital. Whether it's the company or you, you must respect the recovery time needed if that past client had a negative experience. And number seven, what did you do? You know, one must ask that question after every conversation. You may have unknowingly turned someone off. All right. So ghosting is a natural occurrence. No matter how much they want what you have to offer, it will happen. And it's up to you to be the ghostbuster. Now, here's a fun fact. 27% of sales professionals list buyer ghosting as one of the top three things, the top three things that negatively impacted their motivation. And that's if you're a sales uh, professional, if you're a business owner, if you're an entrepreneur, it's a motivation killer. When a buyer stops responding, many sales professionals, business owners, entrepreneurs feel less motivated in their sales roles when you're wearing that sales hat. So I want to go back to point one because it's almost always not about you. They are busy, okay? That is the number one reason of ghosting. They're busy, busy, busy. That You are not a priority. Your solution is not a priority. They're managing a crisis. They could even feel hunted, like you're hounding them. Um, You could not have presented a compelling value. There could be this lack of a compelling value, you know, to sell the dream. Why does this matter to them? And of course, they could simply not be interested. Some people just simply avoid getting to that. No, I'm not interested. All right. So let's move on to number two, how to avoid ghosting. All right, because this is this is where the secret sauce is. This is where all those Fortune 500 secrets that I have learned and adapted for you come into play. That first thing is you need to re-reverse engineer their why into your strategy. So I've talked about this over and over again. You know, what do they want, need, or lack? Why does it matter to them? So they can. So that big why. Reverse engineer that. So here's an example. How are you thinking like your ideal client to answer their top questions? Do you have a lead magnet that allows your prospect to bridge a gap or the gap between the problem and their goal? How do you build rapport after that connection and that spark, whether the prospect apps in, um, they, they schedule a call? How do you build that rapport leading to that first conversation? Do you connect the messaging to your ideal client's feelings, emotions, and motivations? What's the big promise that you communicate in that messaging, on your website, in your materials? And does the process make sense to them? 
So here's what I recommend. An easy place to start to understand your client's thinking and to communicate effectively on all platforms are the tools also asked and answered the public. So these give you the long tail searches people are typing into Google. Now, you can also use Google and type it something, a long tail search up at the top and then see what other things people asked. That's another way you can do this. But the key is this is what people are thinking because they type in long tail searches. They don't just type sales strategy or healthy eating. Normally, it's going to be how do I eat healthier with type 2 diabetes. So that could be something that they're actually typing into that long tail search. So when you search for those on also asked, and you're going to be typing in a shorter topic, then that's directly tied to what you do and how you, what you, maybe a certain method you have, your product or service, then you're going to get those long tail searches. Now, some of them won't apply to you, but you're going to be able to see things that people are actually typing in. This is what they're thinking. This is what they're looking for. This is what they're searching for answers on. And this is going to really help you so that you can leverage your client thinking on your homepage, on your social profiles, in your lead magnets, when you're a guest on a podcast or a show, and in your follow-up strategy to bust the ghost. Now, I know we talked about this last week, but I am going to bring it up again because we need to talk about follow-up and to focus on the good, the bad, and the ugly of follow-up. Many times you fail to know what to send prospects as a follow-up to move the sales process forward. That's the downright ugly. Uh, Well, downright ugly is that you don't follow up. But the bad is when you don't know what to send them. And to bust the ghost, you must have an effective follow-up strategy. And last week's episode was dedicated to follow-up. So honestly, really, follow-up is the most important thing. It's a deadly one. Most deadly sin of sales is failure to follow up. So go back for a quick refresher. All right. Let's move on to number three, proven techniques to convert ghosts to hooked prospects. All right. Demonstrate worthy intent. You know how important that is that you genuinely care about them, their business, their concerns. You ask the right questions. All right. You obtain minimal actionable commitments. Now, When you have someone on the phone, you're talking to them, that means scheduling the next appointment and getting it in their calendar right now, or having them send you some kind of piece of information that will help you determine if they're a good fit. There's many different types of minimal actionable commitments. It could also be an introduction to someone else that you need to talk to and setting up an appointment because the decision could involve more than one person. All right, next, focus on benefits so they can. So they can what? What's the goal? What's the initiative? What's the big dream? All right. Consistently deliver value and be authentic. Be who you are. Okay. And be what it ties into your product or service. It needs to make sense and connect those dots. So consistently delivering value truly creates a competitive edge and will bust the ghost. All right. Actively listening. If they do respond with a text, with an email, with a voicemail, they get you on the phone. What did they said? What's there? 
okay? And how you respond to that. I want to remind you, always, always avoid platitudes, buzzwords, and useless corporate speak, and especially that techno babble, okay? Not unless you're in an industry where techno babble is the thing, but honestly, in most cases, you want to avoid that. You want clarity. You want to be clear and concise. Use different types of outreach, all right? Don't just keep passively sending them an email and put them in some kind of drip campaign. People know when they're just a number, all right? It needs to be personalized. You can do that easily and effectively with templates, all right? And different types of outreach. Always, always get creative. Have some fun with this. Stand out, all right? So I'm going to give you an example of how to get creative. So this could be a mail uh, going through the mail or a package. And ironically, with so much that's been moved online and is virtual now, receiving a handwritten note or handwritten addressed package stands out like never before. So that's, there's all kinds of different types of mail or packages. There could be a handwritten note. There could be a seasonal survival kit, depending on your industry, especially if you're that healthy living coach going into the holidays can be that seasonal survival kit to eat healthy and how to do that. Um, that ties into holiday and gratitude, right? We have holidays all the time. You know, we just, just today it's, it's national caramel day, you know, celebrate the things that make sense and that tie in with what you do. All right. There are tools of the trade, every industry, and that niche, there are tools of the trade that can be used, that can be effective. Use humor and story to connect and build rapport. Nearly everyone from CEOs to entrepreneurs loves receiving packages. And your recipient typically wants to reciprocate by responding to your follow-up email or voicemail. And here's the bonus. You have the opportunity to demonstrate your expertise by sending something that corresponds to their challenges and needs. And as I said, you can have a lot of fun with this, turning it into a holiday or a national day. Today also happens to be National Self-Care Day. And that certainly would tie in if you're that healthy coach working with people that are pre-diabetic or have diabetes. So it connects with your ideal client avatar. And there is a great resource for that, and it's called National today.com. And I'm telling you, there is everything from time to talk day to oatmeal Monday. And I can guarantee you're sure to find something that's a great fit for your client and business. Now go retro, right? I already talked about this with a handwritten note and a hand addressed envelope and a real non-metered postage. All right. Put a stamp on it. And handwritten notes will always get into the hands of your prospects. They're literally placed right on their desk. And it's a great way to break through the noise. Now, I have another pro tip for you. And this is to set up Google alerts for your prospect's name and business. When they're in the news, you can send them a congratulatory note. Like, oh my gosh, I, I heard you on that podcast that you were just on. I loved this particular point. Um, I really appreciate the knowledge that you shared, looking forward to our next conversation. I'm going to call you on date and time. And then you do just that. So you send that off in that handwritten note, make sure you allow plenty of time for it to get there for you when you make that follow-up call. 
All right. So the key to attracting and connecting with prospects is to create content that informs, educates, and entertains them. Delivering valuable content builds upon a connection to guide your prospects thinking and educate them on potential solutions. Once you're communicating with your prospect, content remains an invaluable tool to bust the ghost, follow up, and guiding the sale forward. And you can leverage content so your prospects self-identify with their core challenges and opportunities. Build rapport even though they're busy. Your consistent energy and value creates a desire to reciprocate. Compelling content and original compelling content establishes your expertise. It influences prospects to listen to your advice and take the next step in their client journey with you. And with this, you are going to bust the ghost. So here's the thing. Let's do a quick recap because this is so vital. You need that follow-up strategy. You already have content. Pull from what you have. You don't have to create something new. Make this easy. Leverage the resources and the time and your energy. Now, think through the client's journey and where they're at in those sales lanes because you will get ghosted at every stage. Heck, back in my corporate career, I was ghosted when I was just waiting for the contract to get inked. You know, you're ghosted by the legal team. (laughs) It just goes on and on. You know, it's no wonder those deals often take three years to close. So the point is you're constantly working and delivering value to guide and move the sale forward. So as you map out that client journey, what are those things that are occurring as that client is in that page? Are they in that first stage where they're really doing the evaluation? What are the things that you can provide that deliver value to help guide them forward? You know, what are the things that matter to them? So that could be answering their top 10 questions, could be answering a top objection. It could be answering what matters to them and what the value is that's going to be delivered, all right? The the pain points, the areas of concern, and how this is going to address that area, all right? So that's that first phase. When you're in that second phase, now they may be evaluating it to move forward. So once again, these are where you're going to want to get in once again with additional information. You could be providing some testimonials. You could be providing examples of what it's going to be like to work with you, a short video, um, a white paper, an opportunity to jump onto a presentation, you know, an invitation to join an audience at a live, right? There's all kinds of different ways that you can connect to them again, and then let them know how that went and what you discussed, right? So as you're going through this, and then when they're in that final decision phase, but maybe they haven't actually paid the bill. Those are also things about how the excitement about getting started and what their next few weeks are going to look like, what the next month is going to look like, that vision for the future. So plan each of these stages out. Now you already have the content for this. I can guarantee you. So you can grab just a piece of a video and take a snippet out. You can grab a piece of an audio from a guest podcast that you were on. You can add 
you can pull out some part of a content from a blog post, you know, because when you keep it short, snappy, and to the point, you're going to get more traction. Because remember, the number one reason for ghosting is that they're busy, 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 busy. But when you keep delivering this value, you're establishing what it's going to be like to work with you, that you're going to provide that consistent, you know, credible, you're their presence, right? And that builds that trust. It's going to build the like, know, and trust factors that are so critical to move the relationship forward. All right. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. You know, my purpose is for you to get more clients. Bottom line, don't make this harder than it has to be. Sales should be a win-win. And on behalf of Petite Queen, I've carved out a limited number of time slots to invite you to hop on an Ignite Your Sales call with me to see what's working, not working, and what you would love to have working. I'm going to see how I might further support you in effectively generating more leads, converting more sales, and fulfilling on your promise as a brand and organization. The fastest way to success is to assure people know that they matter. And the best way to make this happen is to build a consistent sales strategy to acquire, convert, and capitalize on every lead. You will find growing your business is easy and lucrative. Today, I revealed how to bust the ghost and to convert prospects to clients. The key is for you to implement these steps to stop wasting time, energy, and resources. You have the opportunity to jump in and get the support you need for true success. Say yes to you and get on a call with me. I am really, truly gifted at this, and you deserve the shortcut, your success, and with the right support, right? So let's go to pdq.link forward slash win-win. That's pdq.link forward slash win-win. Our Get More Clients programs are designed for immediate on-the-fly implementation for individuals and business owners committed to taking action to move their business forward. To learn more about our Get More Clients programs, you can visit our website at petitequeen.com. You can also connect with me on our website. And to stay current on all of our insightful advice, breakthrough advantages, and never miss an episode of Get More Clients, you can sign up for our weekly wisdoms newsletter at petitequeen.com. Now, next week on Get More Clients, as we're in the whole follow-up phase here, we're going to be talking about fascinating and daring LinkedIn top tips while never spamming. So I'll see you next week on Get More Clients. 